Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our post-Heddle podcast. Thank you for joining us today. My name is McKenna O'Brien, and I am here with... I'm Shia Hoosier. And I'm Brooklyn Wolf. So, Shia, if you don't care, just tell us a little bit about your testimony and um, how that's kind of played a, lo- um, a part in your sport, your athletic journey, and bringing you here. Um, so, I was, I've always believed in Jesus. I um, went to church when I was growing up. I actually got saved when I was going into fifth grade. I went to a vacation Bible school with one of my brother's friends and my brother and like his mom took us and everything. So I was always there early and I was given the opportunity and my teacher, she was like, tell me about the story that you've been saved. And I was like, well, I actually haven't been saved. And she was like, well, do you know what it means? And she was just explaining everything to me. And that day I got saved and I went home and I was just so excited. My mom was like, oh, my goodness, I'm so excited for you. You got saved today. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. As like a fourth grader. But um, then like going into like middle school and high school, like I feel like at that young of an age, nothing really like changed for me yet because I was still like developing that relationship trying to figure everything out and it wasn't until like I guess like in middle school in like seventh grade we started doing like FCA and everything so then I started getting to FCA in middle school and then my high school that I went to my freshman year they didn't really have it so like I also I didn't really go my freshman year of high school but I transferred schools my sophomore year and that summer my oldest brother actually passed away, so it was really hard for me and, like, really hard for my family as well. But, like, transferring schools, it really helped me a lot because I had friends who were close with the Lord and then bringing me in and introducing me to a lot of new things. And I started going to FCA, FCA in high school my sophomore year with a bunch of my friends, and it was just really exciting. And we also started a, like our G groups that we have here, but it was mm-hmm. called a D group. And it was with a lady from one of the churches that was down the street from our high school. And she introduced it to our basketball team. And the three of us were like, we really want to do it. So we started doing that every week. And we would meet at Chick-fil-A. We would go through um, a couple couple of books in the Bible and just talk about, like, what our favorite verses are, like, what we thought they meant and what we learned from it that week. And that was really big for me my sophomore year. So that really started growing my relationship as well. And I got even more into going to church my junior year and everything in my senior year. And then coming here at KW, I really got involved in going in, going to chapel and doing FCA. So my sophomore year, I was a rep for our basketball team, which was really awesome. So mm-hmm. I really got, got into the FCA swing of things. I'm not sure if either of you... Well, yeah, you would know yeah. Wiley, obviously. <laughs> you would know Wiley. Wiley really got me into it. And then junior year, I was a captain. So that's like just one more step above being a rep. And that was really awesome. I got to do even more with the FCA, like help plan and just like be a leader in like the little small groups that we had in FCA. And then this year I became the president of FCA. And that's been a really big change for me. I've like had to go a little bit out of my comfort zone, Mm -hmm. starting to talk to people. But I feel like God has led me to do things that I never thought I would be able to do, like talk in front of people and everything. And I feel like I've just gotten better and better about it and just being able to spread the gospel with other people. And this past summer, I also worked at an FCA leadership camp. And that really opened my eyes as well because I was able to spread the gospel with the younger generation and just hearing their stories and helping them lead them to Christ. We actually had a girl in our group who got saved this summer at camp, which was just a really amazing opportunity and just like 
seeing how much she had changed through the entire week was really awesome. And I was partnered with another girl who goes to WKU right now. And she works as an intern with FCA. And Mm. she got to see the girl at one of her FCA huddles. And she was leading a group at her FCA huddle. And it was just, it's just really awesome to see how much just being at that FCA camp for four days had changed Mm -hmm. her life and just seeing how good she is with spreading the gospel to her school. And it's just, it just really impacted (laughs) me. And this year I actually made the decision to get baptized. So November this past year, I got baptized and Karina baptized me. She's my roommate. She's awesome. If you don't know her, you should know her. (laughs) I love her. Shout out Karina. She is the most amazing girl. She has a heart for the Lord. And I just, I just love her. Everything about Karina. And she baptized me. And that was just a really special moment as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm also an intern for FCA here at Owensboro. And I've been working with Owensboro High School, helping them plan their huddles. I've also talked at some elementary schools and some middle schools and it's just been really awesome for kids to be so engaged in learning about the gospel it's just amazing it's amazing to hear so one thing I want to ask is you talked about Karina baptizing you you and Karina are on the same team how has being on a team with people like that people that you are so close to in that way how has that been able to positively affect your faith journey and bring you to where you are today Oh yeah, it's been a really awesome, a really awesome journey for me because we have a G group. We just started one. We started one last year, but we didn't really have as many people join last year and everything. But this year, it's been really impactful to watch all of our teammates just trying to find their way in their Christ journey. We've had a lot of girls that have wanted to start coming to chapel, and they come to chapel every week, mm-hmm. and they love learning about the Lord. And just we've had some other people also wanting to start coming to church with us on Sundays. So it's just, it's been really impactful because it's like with us walking on the same journeys, but we all have different aspects that comes along with it. We're able to be vulnerable with each other and get to know like, and teach each other more about the word and like what we view or like, it's also like, we also have other people who aren't believers on our team. So it's, it makes it easier, easier for us to have those hard conversations and Mm -hmm. help them understand or like just, give them more information about the Lord that they're just seeking and that helps lead them in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. How like, um, I mean, for speaking for me as a new student here, I mean, you and Karina were some of the first faces that I saw within CM and just, I want to explain a little bit how that's grown since you started here and just the impact that it's made on campus from your point of view as someone who's been here for a while. Um, in chapel has been really awesome because when I first came here freshman year, it was like, there were not very many people coming to chapel and then just moving on to senior year. And we've had, we had 128 people at chapel last week, yes. which is awesome. And just seeing how much our college is moving for the Lord is just really amazing because at the start of it, it's like we had people who believe and we're trying to get the word out. But mm-hmm. I feel like now it's even like we have so many more people that are just wanting to learn more about him. So it's like really impacted the numbers coming to chapel FCA as well. We've had yes. a lot more people, a lot more athletes who are willing to share their stories or just getting more into it because they've heard it from their teammates. So just everyone on, on campus wanting to spread the gospel mm-hmm. has been really amazing. And it's what made everyone want to know more about Jesus. 
I think one of the biggest things in just our last semester campus is like that God is moving in our college is just really present. Not only like Mm -hmm. where we started wearing it on our shirts, but you could just see it within the strength and numbers and multiple people asking questions and just Mm -hmm. the G groups growing in in size and all of them, like not one stayed the same. And it's just a beautiful way to see how everybody's just starting to ask those questions. And I know getting to be a part of that and getting to see the seeds that you planted your freshman year starting to really flourish and then will flourish as we continue. And um, I mean, tell us a little bit more about like your, what you do with FCA as our president and just stuff that you were looking forward to hoping to have with us and just whatever your hearts desire. Yeah. Um, so for FCA huddles, I plan them. I try to plan them early. Um, we have a few speakers who are coming at the end of the year, but this next FCA huddle that I'm planning, I'm thinking about doing a huddle about temptations and like Mm. what we have done like in the past and how it doesn't impact our walk with Christ and how we just have to ask for forgiveness and everything. So that's going to be like one of the next huddle, the next huddle actually that we have. (laughs) And then coming up, I also was planning, thinking about doing a worship as an FCA night because I don't, since I've been here, I don't think we've ever had anything like mm-hmm. that. And it's also comes from worship in the Grove. That's also been worship in the Panther Room, worship in the <laughs> chapel, worship yeah. everywhere but the Grove. But it's just the night that worship in the Grove gives us is just so impactful. So just bringing it to the athletes who maybe yes. weren't able to, to attend to that attend. worship Some in the Grove. people at practice, things yes, like Yes, exactly. Yes. So just giving them an opportunity to worship the Lord at a time where they can actually do it instead of like them not having practice or something. So I feel like that's going to be really big as well. We have Pleasant Valley's pastors coming to speak at our last huddle, and we're going to have a cookout for our last huddle just to get us prepared for finals week, which mm-hmm. is going to be awesome. Going to have burgers and everything. We Ooh. usually have pizza, but having burgers is going to be it's nice day, also. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. And then we have a professional weightlifter that's coming oh. to speak to us as well and give us his testimony, which is going to be really awesome also. Oh, I loved, we had that, what you, it was like, it was last semester, we had that one, I can't remember his name, he's a Kentucky, I was Cameron like, Mills, yeah, Cameron yes. Mills, he was phenomenal, I yeah. mean, he shed so much insight, especially like, just like the, the analogy with the trophies and the ring and just how much as athletes we can strive to just want to get that win, to want to get... All the, all the things get all the glory, but it only lasts for a second when all the glory is in God and it's doing it for him. And I mean, like, g- give me a little insight on that. How did you get him to, like, come over here? That was so cool. So with being an FCA intern, I work with mm-hmm. Jeff Moran a lot. So he actually, they were having an FCA banquet that week, and okay. he was the speaker oh. at the banquet. So he was, Jeff was like, do you think you guys would want to have a huddle and have him come speak. And I was like, yes, please. We would love for him to speak. And it was just so awesome to see all the people that were there There were so involved and so focused on what he was saying because what he was saying was so impactful to everybody that was there because we're all athletes or we all were athletes. So Mm -hmm. it's just like Mm -hmm. just hearing from from his perspective of somebody who's older than us who has been through the same things as us was really impactful for every person there because it's like – this is what I'm thinking in my head right now, or this is what I have thought in the past. And this is just him telling us how he got through that and like how he found his way in God is just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that stuck with me the most was when he like talked about he was like becoming best friends with the mailman. He's like, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. He's going to come. He's going to bring <laughs> me this this my ring, the ring that I've been looking forward to my entire life. And then he's like, the second you get it, I mean, it's I said this um, not too long ago, but it's like, what do you what do you want in your nightstand? Do you want your trophy? Do you want your Bible? And it's yeah, like that's... there is so much that like we can God gives us the gifts. He gives us abilities to do the things you do and make like in basketball and football and baseball. 
all the things. And like he wants us to use those gifts to, to spread the gospel in the word, not just to win. Although winning is great. Yeah. But we can spread his message just through those those acquaintances that you make in your team and yes. everything. I mean, you and Karina are such strong leaders, especially you. And just how like how do you what's like the best advice that you could give to, to leaders in their sports about like what they can do for their teammates to get them closer to God? One thing that I will say just for like from a personal standpoint, I actually heard this from one of our freshmen on our team when we were discussing our um, in our G groups. Mm-hmm. She was like, when we play basketball, we just have to remember that we're only playing for one person. We're not playing for the people in the stands. We're playing for the Lord and we have to glorify him through our sport. He gave us the ability to do the stuff that we're doing right now. And when we're on on and off the court, we do it to glorify him and mm-hmm. to show that he how much he did for us and how much he means to us we just show from the way we play the way we walk around campus just showing a light for jesus is going to be so important in your life it doesn't matter whether you win your basketball game if you are not focused on the lord the lord gives us all of our gifts and just being focused on him and his your walk with him throughout your life is just going to be really important for you in the future so everyone goes through temptations, struggles, identity crises even, you know, and oh, yeah. you have to use your faith to kind of pull through it. So how um, throughout your years of playing, I know that you hear a bunch of different stories and some people put their identity in their sport or they don't know how to lose or you just experience all these different things that you don't know how to handle. Mm-hmm. And how have you been able to use your faith to help you get through these things that most people can't get through alone? I would say... Prayer. I say prayer is a prayer is a powerful thing. I know that when we pray, we want the things to come right away, but it's it's really in God's timing. When you pray about something, it's like you're setting it out for the Lord and just like li- having Him listen to the problems that you're going through and just being able to get all of those problems out and set them on the table. I think is a really big thing for a lot of us athletes because we struggle with. A lot of things like time management and a bunch of other things also. We go through a lot of things throughout the time we're in college. But just sitting in prayer has been really big for me because it gives me a way to outwardly say my (laughs) problems, I guess. Like just putting them on the table for the Lord to hear. And I know that he has heard what is going on and just thanking him for putting me in the position that I am in. Like I know like we're even when we're put in a bad situation, we're like, God, why would you do this? Why would you do that? But it's just like I've heard my whole life, God puts his strongest th- mm-hmm. strongest soldiers through the toughest battles. And just knowing that is just something that has been able to get me through all of the things that I've gone through in life. You have Coach Nicole, right? Yes. How has she, she's talked at FCA and mm-hmm. you can tell she's just a very strong woman in her faith. Oh, yes. And that is not something to be taken lightly. Like those... Mm-hmm. I know we're adults, but adults like that are just so important. How has having her as your coach been to you and your team on this campus and this phase of your life? It's been it's been really awesome because Coach Nicole has been through so much, so many different things in her life, and just her showing that she has been what's the word? She has been consistent persistent yes very persistent and everything that she does and just like leaning on the lord through all that she does has been really impactful because we have these group things that we do in basketball where we read a book as a team and everything so she puts that in there and she also puts in her different viewpoints on everything and just like having that 
a woman who is so strong in her faith and also is our coach as well. It just puts us in a better situation for us to walk through this journey we're doing in college. And I feel like her being so vulnerable to not just us, but coming to an FCA huddle and being vulnerable to all the athletes, it just gives us a whole different perspective. Like we can, we can do this. We can get through this as long as we have God by our side. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she just, she just outwardly shows it very well, especially to a group of ladies who are 18 to 23. And just, we all know like what it takes to be a woman in sport or what's (laughs) it just takes to be a woman at all. Mm -hmm. And just having that role model who just perceives it so well and shows us how to walk through it all is just really amazing. And do you notice anything like since there are a lot of girls on the basketball team who have amazing faith? And I mean, that's well known around here. I think I think it's noticeable, not just me. Like, I think it's a campus thing. I think everybody knows. Do you notice a difference like in your teamwork and different qualities like that that you have just because you all have that bond? I think that us having that type of bond just makes us closer Mm -hmm. like we we also have people who don't believe on our team as well but just having those being able to have those conversations we've had people who didn't believe who are still who are now ready to ask those questions who are now coming to our Mm -hmm. g groups who are just like just having that impact on a team it makes us it builds us a closer relationship and a bond that makes us feel like sisters it's like we do everything together we want to do everything together and it just gives us a place to have those tough conversations while also glorifying the lord and also just going through all of the things we go through in basketball it's like we have we have a special bond because we can do those things and it's just it's really amazing to just sit and hear not just like just sit and hear all other conversations that are happening on the team maybe i'm not a part of it but like just hearing what questions are being asked or like how their day is going and how they're like oh I think this why is this why is this said in the bible do you know why this is done Mm -hmm. or all this all these other things just getting those questions out and if I don't know the answers being able to like look through the bible research through the bible seeing where we can find these answers to help them understand like what Jesus did or like how how we can walk through this life with him and everything it's just been really impactful this gap of life that we're in, like, like you said, 18 to 23, even a little bit older, is just, it's so formative. It really is. It oh, sets yeah. you up for what you're doing with the rest of your life. And and you just, you, you make those connections and those people guide you and they influence you for the rest of your life. And a big thing, especially when you're starting a relationship with God and a walk in, and walk walk with Christ and your faith is being vulnerable, is asking those tough questions, no matter how uncomfortable they might be. And especially having a teammate atmosphere where like, you're not always going to want to go to your coach. You're not always going to want to go to your roommate, but if someone oh, yeah. on the team, especially someone who, you know, like would possibly have answers to questions or, you know, would find those um, answers for you is so important because like we get so, so lost in our worldly things like, oh, well, I don't really want to share that about me. Like, I don't is that is they going to look at me different if I do that? And mm-hmm. I think it's the biggest thing that we can all do as people is just to recognize like like we make those mistakes, too. And we want you to ask those questions and reveal those those mistakes to us so we can help you, because that's the only way that you can get help is by recognizing it first. Exactly. Exactly. OK, I know you're going to be a little bit biased. Oh, goodness. But what is your favorite part of FCA? <laughs> oh, goodness. I know. I am a little biased. Um, <laughs> my favorite part of FCA, the fellowship, just being able to connect with everybody from the different sports because we're all going through the same thing. We might not be playing the same sport. We might not even be playing a sport, but 
just connecting with other people who are in the same age, age range as me and we're all going through the same phase of life right now. So just being able to connect and share the gospel with each other and talk about what's happening in our lives and relating it back to what the word says. I feel like just having that community that you can talk to, not just in FCA, but when you're walking across campus, just having that connection because, oh, you went to FCA this day. How are you doing today? Just Mm -hmm. having those people that you can talk to just because you went to one event, just that Mm -hmm. the big fellowship of everything. That's what I love about FCA too, is like, even when you just go in, like you guys always like, I mean, the biggest encouragement is like, as funny as it is, is like, is food. Food is a big encouragement for many college college students. Well, and especially like, I feel like at this time of the year, everybody's been on campus for a while now. Everybody's starting to miss their mom's cooking. Everybody's starting to want something a little different. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you say food and they're like, okay, I'm on my way. Free food also. Free food. Free food, and then I think that's just—it's like getting to like go eat, and then just like those games. I mean, as athletes, like not not athletes, we're all competitive at some point in our na- in like in our human natures, and to compete, and just to see everyone get up and having a good time, and smiling and laughing, and then able to settle down and to to reflect in prayer or just listening to a conversation, listening to a speaker. I mean, I really enjoyed not too long ago when we had that just ten minutes of silent reflection around. Yes. Like I could just yes. feel it in the room. I could feel it in the people next to me, and just getting that time because sometimes we don't always. Like, we get so busy in the day that we forget to put in that time with God. Yes. And, like, going to be able to go to FCA, like, oh, I can go see my friends. I can go um, eat. I can go play some games. And then I can also reflect with the Lord. And it's just yes. so beautiful. It's just such a wonderful program that you have built with us and continue to build and will leave seeds for us to continue to grow. And it's just great. It's so nice, too, because you get to see everybody off the court, off the field. Yeah. Like, you see you guys on the court, you're intimidating. The football <laughs> team on the field, they're intimidating. And then you get in FCA, and everybody's dancing around, playing games. And, I mean, yes. we're all just people there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's great. And I had a question, but I just lost it, so that's very unfortunate. <laughs> um, one thing I will say is I have I really enjoyed the FCA we had where we had the people who went to Winter Recharge sharing, sharing yes. about their experiences because the people who didn't get to go or couldn't really, like, make the time to go or anything, like, we were in season, so mm-hmm. we couldn't go. So it was just really cool to hear about how being with other college students from other schools really impacted the way that Winter Recharge went and just seeing all the events that you guys did, how everyone was jumping and praising during the worship songs and just like seeing those people not bring it back from Winter Recharge and just showing it in chapel as well and getting everybody so involved and so excited and hyped for like the music and everything was so impactful. It is such a good term for that. Like the recharge was so real. Like as tired as you you got and like as much as you were doing, like it really just reset your soul, especially going into into a new semester and – I mean, I cannot rave enough about it. I, I did not expect to like it that much. And as someone, I have never gone, I never had that opportunities at Vacation Bible Study. I mean, mm-hmm. I was pretty centered around just what I did in church and what I did on Sundays mm-hmm. before I got here. And just getting to be able to do that as a college student, because I mean, a lot of the cutoff is 18, and mm-hmm. then now they ask you to be leaders. And so yes. getting to do it and not be a leader is super fun. Mm-hmm. And I mean, jumping back a little bit, I would love to know a little bit more your choice to get a baptism, especially by one of your closest friends, if you want to tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, so this past summer, when I was working at FCA Leadership Camp, I really, really started diving more and more into my faith. And I feel like that was and still is what has made me so strong coming into this year with my faith and my walk with the Lord because I had the opportunity to share the gospel with younger kids and just hearing all of their all of their stories and how impactful the Lord has been to them. It just really, I know how me 
talking to them affected them, but them talking to me also affected me as well. And it just made me think I I feel like there's something I haven't done. I feel like there's more I can do for the Lord. And that's what ultimately made me make the decision to get baptized. And the day after leadership camp, I literally texted Karina and I was like, Karina, I, I'm ready to get baptized. And she was like, oh my goodness, that's so awesome. And I was like, and I want you to be the one to do it. She called me and she was like sobbing. She was like, she was like, Shia, that's so awesome. I can't believe that you made the decision. It's a really big decision. And I was like, yes, but I feel like you've had just such a big impact in my life spiritually. And I feel like I want you to be the one to do it. So when we came back to school, I got in contact with um, Jameis Edwards. He's a pastor at Pleasant Valley. And I was like, Hey, Pastor Jameis, I was wondering if maybe I could get baptized uh, coming up here soon. And he was like, You're so polite. I would love- <laughs> can, I, can, can I just please maybe Yeah, get I was wondering <laughs> if maybe I could, there's an opportunity for me to get baptized maybe. And he was like, yes, Shia, that is so amazing. It's And also just a little sidetrack, I guess, being at, we started going to Pleasant Valley my freshman year. So we've gone from freshman year to here senior year and we go every week when we can, when we don't have basketball or when we're not traveling and everything. And they've just been like a really big community for us. Like the first couple weeks we went, or I guess it was sophomore year when we had like our guy friends coming in too, they invited us the pastor invited us to lunch at his house after church. So we just have been able to develop a really good connection with the whole community at the church as well. So just that being the church that I got baptized in was really big for me because Mm -hmm. they've had such an impact on my college life. Because coming to college, it's like we are away from our parents. We get Mm -hmm. to decide who we want to be. We get to decide what we want our faith journey to look like. And just being away from them and just developing my own relationship, that church has been the one church that has impacted me the most that I've been able to develop my walk with the Lord with. So just it being in that church was really impactful for me as well. I think that's so wonderful. Like getting, like coming, not being baptized in your college town. Is that such a big impact Just showing like what here has done for you and what it's been able to guide, the Lord has guided you through here. And it's just, it's lovely to hear that, honestly. Thank you. So you can tell that you've clearly made a lot of relationships, a lot of bonds, a lot of good growth here. And I know that for me personally, I've seen a lot of growth in myself and campus ministries just in the past year. Mm-hmm. And you've been here longer than that. So throughout your time here, how have you been able to just see campus ministries and FCA as a whole all grow? It's really just been, I think, like you said, the most important thing that has made it grow is the relationships that people have with others and being able to bring them into campus ministries, introduce them to FCA, introduce them to chapel. Like if you're walking from class and being like, hey, there's chapel today at 1212. I would love for you to walk over and join me for your first time or anything. And I feel like just having relationships with other people that are not usually involved in the campus ministries and just spreading that has what is what has made it grow so much. Like I feel like the freshman class this year has been amazing. I feel like that's been this freshman class has been the group that has really been pushing on the campus for the Lord. I feel like they are just so involved in what God is doing here at college and they're this is their first year of finding themselves and they're Mm -hmm. really diving into what it means to walk with the Lord. So I, I just want to say thanks to the freshman class because that's what's really brought in the numbers for chapel and FCA and everything because they are wanting to be so involved in everything that the Lord is doing here. 
And I think that's so important, too, because we have a lot of very important upperclassmen, very just influential and intentional that are graduating that aren't going to stay around. And I mean, mm-hmm. we have to keep those personalities here yes. because those are the people that invite people that get everyone coming, that keep campus ministries growing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we like, I mean, we read in Romans chapter one is like feed into you, uh, feed into someone is that I, you'd want them to feed into you. Mm-hmm. And I like, think that's just so important. Like just constantly that constant invitation, that constant, just if it doesn't have to be anything more than a smile or even just wearing, like we've talked about this before, wearing a t-shirt that says something on it that mm-hmm. just gives someone a reminder that they are loved and that they are welcomed, especially in a place where you feel far away from home. I mean, in any college retention rates and staying and like not dropping out or transferring is, is just so high because we, yeah. it's hard, it's hard to be this young it's hard to be mm-hmm. away from home and like i mean no offense like half food but like sometimes i don't want to go yeah, either and exactly. it's like i want to go home and, and I you also eat don't want to spend that money no. either so it's like and so it's 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 just all it's all overwhelming and then getting to like hear voices from you guys upperclassmen and just feel so feel heard is the biggest thing mm-hmm. feeling heard because first we get heard by them and then we realize that we're also being heard by god and exactly. like that's it's such exactly. that's the really realization mm-hmm. you make through those connections yes so one thing just free from you, FCA president, local legend, Shia Hoosier, wow. okay? Wow, that's <laughs> really big, Kenna. Thank I know, you. I know. <laughs> um, you are a light on this campus. You make your faith known. You help share it with everyone. You are in leadership positions to help get that out of there. You have been through your own hard times, mm-hmm. um, and you've helped grow um, campus ministries and everything you're a part of with your faith. What is your advice to someone who isn't really all that far in it, isn't really um, sure, is still trying to figure out where they stand with God, athlete or non-athlete? What's your advice to them? My advice is that it's never too late to start looking into the Bible or just starting start to try to know Jesus. I feel like sometimes the problem with a lot of people and why they don't want to get into learning about the Lord is they feel like they aren't seen because it's so, I guess, so late in their life, but we're also still young. They feel like most people learn about the Lord when they're growing up and they have to learn about him when they're young and they grow grow up with it in their household. And I feel like it's never too late to start learning about what Jesus did for you or just having, asking those tough questions to other people who, you know, are proud of their faith and who are walking with a lot of Jesus around campus and everything, just asking those hard questions and just figuring out the answers and trying to just develop that relationship with the Lord that you may not have known you wanted or just something that you're just really looking into because you just are wondering what your life was supposed to look like in the future, how you get there, how you get to the different places you want to get to. And I feel like the main thing that you need to get to those places is Jesus and Mm -hmm. just walking with him throughout your life will be the one thing that will help you get to where you want to go is just having that relationship with him. Yeah. No matter what point you are in your life, like God's hand is always extended to you. He's yes. just waiting for you to latch on to it. Yes. And it's never, it's like you said, it's never too late to latch on. It's never late to start asking those questions and finding those people that you're comfortable enough to ask those questions. And then stepping out of your comfort zone, stepping into the Lord is the, one of the biggest things that you could ever do. And one of the most life changing things you could ever do. Yes. It's never going to plateau. It's never going to stop. It's always going to grow. And once you feel mm-hmm. that and you realize that, that there's still going to be hard times and there's still going to be trials and there's going to be tribulations, but you will get through it when you have the Lord and, just feed into those people. That's all I can say. Like yes. you said, feed into those people. 
Yes. And um, I think it's also very important, too, to just kind of point out, like, there is never anything that you can do to make God you less. He's a not mad, just disappointed kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You can always, I mean, he always has that love for you. It's never late to come, too late to come back mm-hmm. if you've gone astray. Yes. But any final words for the crowd? Chad? Yes. Um, I love you guys. <laughs> you guys are awesome. You guys do a great job with this podcast, and I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. Sorry, Noah, even though you're not here, but I love these girls. I love these girls. You guys are awesome. You heard it here first, Noah. We are the MVPs, so I hope whenever you listen to this tomorrow, you take this into full account. (laughs) Yes. Well, we thank you. Thank you so much just for being one of the biggest lights on campus and just continuing to spread your love for the love for the Lord and through everything you're doing. We're so happy to have you this next year with us still and just to see you continue yeah, going for with us. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank, thank you so you much. We'll definitely love to have you back soon. Yes, I would love to. Yes. Thank you for listening in to our post huddle podcast. Join us back next week.